Hi, I am Mackenzie Gans, founder of EncourageEverybody.com, a paper goods and gifts brand in Northeast Ohio. Thanks for listening to the Encouragers United podcast. Hey, it's Charlie, and you're listening to the Encouragers United podcast. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for listening in on this week's episode of the Encouragers United podcast. If this is your first time listening, I really want to thank you, especially. Thanks for joining me. I know that there are millions of podcasts out there that you could be listening to right now, but if uh, you're within the sound of my voice, I'm honored. And I'm working hard each week to bring inspiration and encouragement to anyone who needs it. You know, this week I follow along with a continuing theme that's been on my mind and my heart. A lot of us are facing hard times right now. Uh, Disappointments, discouragement. The story that I'm going to unfold for you today is no different. King David in the Old Testament went through many dark times, hard times, uh, dry times. And much of his feelings and his emotions are captured in his writings in the book of Psalms. You know, we can read the history in books like 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel and the Chronicles and the Kings, but really what we get is a window into the heart of a person when they write uh, from that heart. And David was one of the most prolific writers of the Psalms. So today I want to start though with a definition. What are you passionate about? You know, I'm passionate about my family, I'm passionate about music. Uh, There's been times in my life when I was passionate, obviously, about sports and uh, leadership. And now, of course, in my job, I'm passionate about people and developing uh, a knowledge and a walk with Christ uh, to live well and to be the best version of yourself, right? I'm passionate about those things. But passion really is defined as an animation or a vivaciousness, an enthusiasm, right, for something, uh, to be animated and excited and vivacious or enthusiastic. In fact, I love the, the definition enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is actually has its root in the root words entheos, entheos, which that gives you a hint. It means that you are in God, right, or that God is in you. Entheos, that's the root for enthusiasm. And so I've always loved that, is that I felt like I could get through many, many times uh, difficulties that I've faced in life with positive attitude and enthusiasm. And so what is it that you're enthusiastic about? Sometimes it's our jobs. Obviously, it's our families and maybe a social cause that we are, you know, passionate about, that we're enthusiastic about. Well, I want to talk with you today through a psalm. It's Psalm 63. And I had the chance actually to be the substitute teacher for a Sunday school class recently where this was the topic. And so I just thought I'd double dip here, so to speak, and share with you what I will teach in that Sunday school class, but also just make it a podcast and talk you through the seven attributes of a soul that is passionate, enthusiastic about God. Because above everything else in this life, I would want to be passionate about God, about my faith, 
right? So let me give you some context. Oftentimes in the Psalms, David, uh, if he was the author, we can connect David to a time in his life when he actually wrote the Psalm. And so we can reference back to one of those historical books. And in this case, Psalm 63 was written during a very dark, lonely and sad period of David's life. It's the context we believe is 2 Samuel chapter 15, starting in verse 30. So 2 Samuel 15, verse 30, it describes David fleeing, uh, really, the kingdom. His son, Absalom, had uh, captured the heart of the people, in essence, and was kind of plotting to dethrone him. And so as king, rather than cause a war, especially with his own son, he runs away. He retreats. And so he runs to the desert. He runs to the wilderness. And so what we pick up here is this parallel passage in Psalm 63. It's actually David's words as we read in 2 Samuel that he left with his head down, his head covered uh, in dust, and he was very sad. You know, even though this is one of the darkest times perhaps in David's life, he was still showing his passion for God. You remember, King David is listed as a man who was after God's own heart, and he had passion for his walk with God, and he wanted to be faithful. And so what are those seven attributes of a soul, in this case, David's, that is passionate about God? So let me just read here for you the first couple verses of Psalm 63. David writing here, Psalm 63 starts, he says, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there's no water. So I've looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and your glory. That's verse 1 and 2 of Psalm 63. And the first thing that jumps out to me is that all that David's facing, all that he that he's running from, all the problems. He says, oh God, you are my God and I will seek you and I will thirst for you. And in a dry and weary land, you are the priority. And so the number one aspect of that, that, I, that jumps out at me at this is that a passionate soul makes God a priority. How is it that we can make God a priority? Well, again, you do it any way that God is leading you to do it. But I can tell you that for me, it's to retreat and to be alone at least once a day. Sometime we have to get away from the hustle and the bustle and the drive of our daily schedules. And for me, it's early in the morning and I go outside if the weather's, you know, not too bad. And I've got to get away to make God a priority. And so it's often the first thing that I do. Maybe the first person I talk to is my wife, Wendy. But the second person that I talk to is God. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Here's verses three and four. Because of your steadfast love, because your love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live 
in your name I will lift up my hands. Wow, this is a posture of worship, right? And here's your second characteristic. It's that a soul that's passionate about God gives praise to God. Listen to this again in verses three and four. He says, because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. And in your name, I would lift up my hands. That's a posture of worship and praise in spite of all that he's going through, in spite of being on the run. He says, I'm going to praise you, God. Let's move on now and read verse five. It says, my soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. You know, this is a short little verse, but, and, and we don't maybe understand exactly the words here, but I want you to think about that. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. We've got a funny saying in, in my family, we call it the king's food. It would be rich or fatty foods that are, you know, high in calories and they satisfy your body, right? They're, they're high in sugar or fat. Uh, and in back in David's time, that would be a, a source of pleasure, right? And so the soul that's passionate about God finds pleasure in God. His soul will be satisfied and he would find pleasure. His mouth will praise God with joyful lips. He finds his pleasure in God. about verses six and seven goes like this. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. When I remember you on my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, he's talking about a preoccupation, right? He's preoccupied with God. He's constantly thinking of his relationship to God. And that's part of his passion, to be close to God. He meditates on him, even in the middle of the night. You know, if you're troubled, sometimes you wake up in the night. I know I do. And that's my time to, to certainly pray and to think about God. I thank God often that he never sleeps. He, he's always there. But we need to be preoccupied with God in order to be passionate about God. <laughs> Let's keep going. In verse 8, it says, My soul clings to you, and your right hand upholds me. This short little verse actually has two of those characteristics that I think. If you're passionate about God, you're going to cling to God. You're going to pursue after God. You're going to want to be with Him all the time, right? And His right hand is going to hold you up. You're going to persevere because of God. So you pursue after God, you persevere because of God. Let's end this psalm. It's uh, in verses 9, 10, and 11. He says, But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down to the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exalt for the mouths of liars will be stopped. Now, this is kind of a powerful verse, isn't it? He's starting to say, hey, I'm passionate about God. My position is under God. I love that last part, right? But the king 
shall rejoice in God. And I believe he's talking about himself. The king shall rejoice in God. I'm positioned under God. I'm going to be faithful to God, no matter what the circumstances are. But those who are not faithful to him, they will have a, a day of reckoning. And although that's a scary thought, if you're positioned under God, then you don't have to fear that day of reckoning, right? Let's just review them one more time. They have an, a bit of a, an alliteration here. The seven marks of a soul that's passionate about God. They make God a priority. They give praise to God. They find pleasure in God. They're preoccupied with God. They pursue after God and they persevere with God because they're positioned under God. What a great little uh, alliteration, all those P's, right? To be seven characteristics that all start with P for a soul that's passionate about God. And I hope, friend, that you are passionate about God and that, you know, you might get on the website, charlesrgrimes.com backslash passion. And you'll find the show notes that outline exactly these seven characteristics. I really appreciate you listening. I would love to hear from you too. Whatever you're facing, take a look at the fundamental aspects of your soul. Are you passionate about God today? I hope this has encouraged you to start where you are, take what you have, and do what you can. I want to tell you about a new project that I've just recently started here in, in the month of April of 2021. I've paired up with uh, a, a great man named Mr. Phil Ware. He is the author behind a website called verseoftheday.com. Verse of the Day and their line of products, devotionals, they're a wonderful tool that I've discovered. And so we've partnered up to produce the verseoftheday.com content in the form of a podcast. And so you can now search for what's called Verse a Day Podcast on all of the major platforms to get a very short form podcast uh, where I read the verse of the day from Mr. Phil Ware and his thoughts and we pray together at the end. Most of those episodes are two minutes or less. So it's a very bite-sized portion of God's word, a thought, and a prayer to start your day. Take a look on any major platform that you listen to podcasts for Verse A Day Podcast. Hi, I'm Heather Erb, and I host the Shine FM MomCast. It's specifically for moms. Couldn't we all just use a little extra bit of encouragement, maybe a little tidbit of wisdom, or just a different perspective on how moms are doing things these days? Definitely encourage you to check out the MomCast. You can search for us on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Just search for Shine FM Podcasts. <laughs>